Hello. Good morning, Amber. And good morning. Good evening to me. How are yeah, you today? Do you have any weekend plans? <laughs> no plans. No plans. Just a lot of chores today. This is like uh, a different weekend, but I've been out like all the other weekends. So I think my uh -huh. liver needs some rest. So <laughs> good. Nope. How about you? Did you have a good Saturday? Uh, this weekend, I'm just going to stay home. But mm -hmm. yesterday, I went to the dentist because oh. I woke up with this throbbing pain on the left side of my teeth. So I went there. Okay? Yeah, so I went there. Okay yeah, they did some X-rays, and I was thinking like, "Oh shit! I hope this is not something serious or something that would require like that. Mm -hmm. an expensive procedure, like a root canal." Because I'm trying to save money this month, right? And my dentist, yeah. seeing the X-rays, immediately was like, "We need to do a root canal." <laughs> no, fantastic. <laughs> never fun. Yeah. So sorry. And you know the first thing that I said, because What? it was my first time and didn't know if there's going to be side effects afterwards i said mm -hmm. but i'm going to be able to talk properly by tomorrow right because i was thinking <laughs> about this podcast uh, you could have just said like i can't yeah. do it this obsession can no. like be at the back burner for now amber because i have to have a root canal and i'm in pain that was my initial like, thought it wasn't like would i be able to eat my main concern was would i be able to do the podcast <laughs> Podcast. Priorities, man. Yeah, so welcome to the podcast. We are two geriatric millennials talking mostly about sapphic shows from the Philippines. And if it's your first time here, we did full season reviews of the shows Betsin and most recently Sleep With Me. And we also mm -hmm. chatted about Viva Max's Lulu and even talked to two of its cast members, Rita Martinez and Rachel Coates. So if you haven't already, you can check those previous episodes out. And also, Amber, shout out to Krista or at k Sappy from Twitter who marathoned the whole thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. I know. For real. <laughs> uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Like, pretty invested now yeah. with Betson because of like our reviews. So shout out to you, Krista. Yeah. I actually hung out with in real life so. really so you you know yeah, each other yeah, yeah wow. well um when she visited seattle i met up with her and i mm -hmm. toured her around seattle and oh, she wow. loved it it's pretty cool um seeing her getting into um our podcast mm -hmm. i think she marathoned the whole thing yeah and <laughs> i think she had some thoughts about sleep um not sleep with me sorry but betson betson so yes yes okay so and shout out to everyone that's been to everyone. listening yes um The overwhelming response to the first podcast for Darlene Dina was very, very cool. It was all overwhelming and just like such a sense of gratitude to you all for, for even just, you know, spending some time with us, even listening to our thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. And this episode is a continuation of our discussion of Darna, which is not a GL show, but we've decided that we want to be queer baited. So... We're going to be talking about what happened this week. Basically, we're on episodes 21 to 25, right? And Brian was in critical condition. And can you tell us what happened to him? Uh, oh, yeah. It's the, I keep forgetting that this can be the Brian show once <laughs> in a while. Um, so, you know, just a little bit of a background. Um, with Darna, there's a lot of focus on what they call extras. 
um, extras actually mean people with extraordinary abilities, right? And, you know, due to these crystals from the planet Marte that's rained on people, um, they have special powers. Um, and some of them do quote-unquote evil. Um, one is the ghost killer. And the ghost killer, played by the critically acclaimed Christian Bobles, um, is on to basically revenge, right? It's for his dad who committed suicide because he was bullied online for um, you know, a, a mistake in a medical procedure and an operation. So due to that, he's, you know, in, in this uh, big revenge scheme to basically kill everyone that's related to what happened to his father. Um, when Brian finally caught up to him, or really the ghost killer finally caught up to Brian, it's the other way around, let's admit it. Um, you know, there was this huge, huge fight scene which was basically like almost like 15 minutes of the episode. By by the way, like the episodes of Darna are really short. They're probably like 20 minutes long. So a huge chunk of the episode was dedicated to this, um, to be honest, really awkward fight scene. <laughs> and um, finally, uh, you know, the, the killer ghost um, stabbed Brian with this concoction of like whatever, you know, chemicals and drugs that are in there, whatever it is. Um, he's a pharmacist, so he's really good in like you know coming up with these um, killer potions, uh, you may call it. And once he finally stabbed Brian, Brian finally shot him. And again, another, um, you know, the way I see extras is they're just victims. Another victim that was just killed um, here in 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 Darna. And um, Darna was not able to save the day because she was late for it. She was too late. You know, she got distracted. Um, because, you know, another second lead, another useless man that we're adding into this <laughs> soap opera tried to surprise her by pretending there was an emergency. So she got late. She didn't, she wasn't able to save Brian, um, Darna in her full costume, um, brought him to the hospital. Darna's not even able to really carry him because obviously, uh, Darna's freaking out with what happened with Brian and probably very guilt-ridden with what happened with Brian. And basically that's what happened. Really, that's the whole premise of this week, right? That Brian got harmed by mm -hmm. one of the extras. And for Narda, she's contemplating her heroism and she's very guilt-ridden about it. She has special powers and she has like these abilities, but she's not even able to help. And Brian, who's a mere mortal, um, is, is basically in her mind like saving the world and i want to go like it's his job but that's a different story altogether so that's what happened in in the in that past week mm -hmm. right that's what's central theme for for that week yeah and main focus for us would be the hospital scenes of course <laughs> Leonardo was in the hospital because brian was in critical condition and um you know when when, when brian was in critical condition Regina came sweeping in and, mm -hmm. you know, basically was there to, you know, support Brian. But a lot of, like, the consoling was for Narda. For Narda. Um, yeah. And, you know, all throughout this earlier versions of the drama, it's like they were setting up a, a love triangle in a way that we were supposed to believe mm -hmm. that Regina has this one-sided love for Brian. But for some reason, and good reason i think if you're going to rewrite this and retcon this if we can just forget like the earlier episodes 
I forgive the writers. I would be like, yeah, plot hole, but a forgivable plot hole. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like at times that we're, you know, they, they've forgotten that Regina was really attracted to Brian. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, but she was there consoling, you know, Narda. They're very, very long scenes of them hugging. Hugging and there are close-ups of them holding close-ups hands. Close-ups of them hands. Yeah. holding hands. Um <laughs> close up of like how Regina's hand will crawl onto Narda's waist and like really envelop her with her mm-hmm. body. So it's just okay. Cool. Of cool. course. Not, of course you want that. We're celebrating. Um you know yeah. these, these moments. Yeah, we also have to commend the acting of Janella during her confrontation with the mayor, right? The yes. shift yes. in her yeah, the nuances, the yeah. of emotions. She is so good in, in Darna. I've always thought that Janela Salvador is an amazing actress, but it's like a different level here in Darna in terms of like her nuance. What mm-hmm. I like most about Janela's attack as um, Regina slash Valentina soon um, is it's just not formula acting. You can mm-hmm. tell it's not workshop acting. It's a lot of reacting. Um, a lot of like the nuances in her facial expressions, the way her voice shakes and, and all that, you can see like the struggles of her character, yeah. even in her strong facade. Like you can see it when she's hurt. Um, you can see it when she's vulnerable. Um, and it, it, I think, you know, Regina's already a well-written character, but I think Janela um, really elevates, um, you know, really this drama, I think. She adds like a certain factor to it that you're kind of justifying it to yourself that this may be an intelligent drama. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> who knows for real for, Maybe, for right? Salvador, but <laughs> yeah, especially with you know her her portrayal. That whole scene with Mayor Zaldi, um, you know, it's very, very well done. You you can see like all the shift of emotions. Um and it's like what, less than three minutes of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just, you know, and of course people fall in love with Regina more because of like her very protective stance, her her alpha attitude throughout like that hospital scene, and it's almost like, you know, she's she's there to protect everyone, especially Narda. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with that said, actually, you know, I, I have very mixed feelings about this week of Darna, right? And there's like these hospital scenes yeah. that we really enjoyed, and in this week two is when um regina opened up to narda yeah yeah. about her secret Mm -hmm. basically for what she understands about her secret and so we had this hospital scene again with narda with brian right and i think the main observation here and i i think and several people from twitter also pointed it out that regina upon seeing brian and narda having that moment didn't even feel or at least she didn't show it even the slightest resentment towards Narda and this is an important development because on the previous episodes we saw how anal she was when it came to Brian and who he's with because she likes Brian so this non-reaction is a big deal and like what what you're saying in fact not only did she not react negatively towards Narda she even opened up to her about her deepest darkest secret and it shows you that her friendship with narda at least on this episode trumps whatever her feelings are towards brian 
And I think this was an excellent choice that the writers made, and I hope that they keep going in that direction. Yeah. Again, we can forget about her supposed feelings for Brian. Yeah. For one, they don't have chemistry. <laughs> Joshua and Gersi and Janela Salvador always had chemistry in their past projects, but I also realize as time goes on that chemistry is not just like throwing two people together. It has a lot to do with story and how you can be invested in the story the types of regina you wouldn't really think would fall in love with the types of brian so it, it makes sense if ever like her attraction for brian was something that she's been shrugging aside um you know in that hospital scene there's a little flicker in her you know in her expression mm-hmm. but it was just sort of shrugged off afterwards because again janelle's a very very good actress um, but I, I think that it's so vague enough that you don't really know who she's reacting to. Yes, yes. I told you about <laughs> and, this, right? Um, yeah. I made a comment about this that, that moving forward, I hope that the writers, the more they develop this deepening friendship between Regina and Narda, the more they would be vague about Regina's true affections, that it will keep you guessing who she's being jealous of. Brian or Narda? Yeah, I think that Brian would be more exciting versus Regina being yeah, an obvious so. Brian simp. I think it'll hook yeah, you more as an audience because it'll be yeah, unpredictable. Yeah, and let's get out of the Telesario trope. Mm-hmm. The Bida and Contrapida is always fighting over one guy. Yeah, I think there's enough buildup in the characters of Narda and Regina that you know that they can be like the biggest enemies that they that's like an arch nemesis without the guy. Like yes. we can establish that enough just with their different belief systems, um, different um, ideologies, or even just how they look at the world overall. Um, you know, and even just Regina's resentment that she tries to go- do so good, but it always backfires on her while um, Narda slash Darna is just well loved, whatever she does. So that's enough, I think, angst and build up for that um, enemy scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, going back to these ideologies, and before we talk about like the deep dark secret mm-hmm. of Regina, um, I think what was very pivotal in that hospital scene is not like what ABS-CBN is pushing, which is like, oh, is this a love triangle? There wasn't really, there wasn't really anything shown there that you would think it's it's a big love triangle. But I think there was something shown there about they're very different ways of approaching the mm-hmm. world or even just making their parents proud. Um, you know, that that scene was focused on Alex, right? They were talking about Alex, who was the ghost killer. Um, and they said something like, Brian said, oh, you know, I understand him because he just wants to clear his father's name. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, what Narda is saying is whatever it is, it's still wrong what he's doing. I don't think a parent would be proud for you to do such wrong things. Again, like with, with Darna, morality is like very black and white. She's kind of Superman in this aspect, right? She, she's very black and white in terms of like what's good and what's bad. Um, and then there's Regina, who basically is, has like this going like whoop space because she has a father who's been telling her to be like go ahead Mm -hmm. be a monster unleash the beast in me and you know it's putting a lot of pressure so that she can do more that you have to kill or you will be killed and i think something in regina's already contemplating that that she has to unleash the beast in her and 
and I said this in one of my reviews that Regina's um, Valentina persona and those snakes talking to her, the voices in her head doesn't just represent the fact that she's about to be a villain, but it also represents this very shaky moral compass that she has in how it's like a really delicate pendulum that she's she's holding on to here and you know that she's at the brink and again that's that's played so well by by janela um salvador and you see it in her facial expression you see it in her struggle you see it like with how her body shifts so i think again we can have a very good rivalry Mm-hmm. without adding like this really stupid trophy love triangle yeah if i wanted like a love triangle i would watch like ivana's soap yeah yeah i would i would you also know? like to add i mean first of all i fucking hate the love triangle trope but putting that aside objectively speaking for me someone as multi-layered and complex as regina simping over brian who's plain predictable and at times treats women like they can't handle themselves in critical situations just doesn't make any sense to me. Especially when there's another person in Regina's life who has showed her that there are people out there who are as multi-layered and can match her on an emotional level. I'm not hating on Brian because he's a dude. No. (laughs) I mean, if they want Brian to be the person that Narda and Regina would pine for, fine, by all means, but make it make sense. Yeah, there's nothing about Brian that I truly understand as a character. Because the only development that he has are three things. One is his dead dad backstory. Mm-hmm. Two, he's a cop and he's loyal to his badge. And three, he treats Narda as beneath him. Really a lot of women beneath him, except for Darna. So there's not a lot of complexity there. Mm-hmm. And I think someone like Regina... Just with how we know her character. Yes, exactly. You know, it will be quite a disservice, I think, mm-hmm. if she will be joining in on like this love triangle. Maybe I can understand. Sorry, understand um, Narda's um, connection to him since they've known each other for a while, and plus he's he's saved her life quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But let's just not add Regina into the mix. Like we, we, you know, if there's going to be, you know, a main conduit here. It's like the person that will cause all like of like the you know all the love triangles, love you know quadrangles, love octagons. Let's have Narda as our main, yeah, person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm okay with love triangles, but let's have everyone fight for Narda. We don't need Brian. This is not the Brian show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think we'll we'll go into that later. I already said I don't really ship non-canon pairings, right? But I must say, if I were a random viewer who randomly clicked on that specific episode without any knowledge of the characters or the story, I would have honestly thought, upon watching that hospital bed banter, that Brian and Narda were siblings. Or like bros. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> remember, remember that Darlentina scene where they made up after Regina raised her voice at, at Narda and Regina mm-hmm. was so worried? That had more sexual attention than all the Narda and Brian Kilik scenes combined. I think Regina and her wine glass have more sexual attention <laughs> than Narda and Brian's Kilik scenes. Good point. Um, <laughs> you know, there's just, there's just no dynamic in there. And actually, this is coming from my mom. My mom is mm-hmm. like 70 years old. She watches Darna. 
because you know again the Darna name is an iconic name I think it will just attract people just the Darna alone you know mm-hmm. it's been going on for years again it's been there since 1947 you have that name so anyway she checks out Narda I mean uh, Darna and she's talking she, she was just like she was watching the banter between um, uh, Narda and Brian and yeah. she said did the writers really write that in that What? he just said na maligo ka muna. He just said na amoy sibuyas ka na. And she said like she finds it really degrading. Mm-hmm. This is coming from you know a very casual viewer. And I yeah. think like my mom would be someone that you would call in their target market. Yeah. You know like you know just someone that will be passively watching. Someone that will sit down to watch teleseries. Like you know because she, she's, she's retired right. Those are the types that will be like really invested in a teleserie. And she said, what man will say that to like a woman that he will be romantically, you know, linked to? Like that's, she said like, that's, that's not romantic. <laughs> And that's the thing. I feel like this show has been telling me that I have to root for Narda yes. and Brian because they're the main ship. But mm-hmm. aside from you telling me, there's nothing for me to be invested in mm-hmm. that love angle. And it's this has nothing to do with whatever um, my sexuality is. I've I've been watching teleseries for a very long time. I've shipped main ships for a very long time. I actually stay away from non-canon. This mm-hmm. is the first non-canon ship that I shipped. Um, <laughs> I remember with Jessica Jones when they said her best friend's not really going to be her best friend. I stopped shipping. With this one, I just cannot let go. I'm I don't know what's in the But you know, I've I've been a an avid teleserie watcher I was a you know still am a very big Bea and John Lloyd fan so I understand how chemistry works um, and I just don't think that I can be invested in a story that's just telling me that I should root for them rather than showing me mm-hmm. and the hard part about this is then you are showing me the connection between Narda and Regina yes so One has 20-second banters, which is very insulting and almost demeaning because all the time, Brian sees Narda as beneath him. There's nothing romantic about that. And then we see the slow burn, relatable, emotional connection between these two friends, right? Which is starting off as Regina being very standoffish, slowly opening up, slowly they are, you know, each other's refuge. Slowly, their walls are crashing down. There's fun in there. Like, there's fun banter in there. There's tension. Just like, you don't know. And then there's also, like, this very deep emotional mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. So, you cannot blame the audience for rooting for them. You cannot blame the audience that a lot of, like, the big essays on Stan Twitter is not on your main ship. I think you should be sounding the alarms or at least considering this other non-canon or crack ship, whatever you want to call it, and why there is such an attraction there. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was an article on Fashion Police about Darna, and you will see the comments are like, I don't really know what to feel about Darna, but I'm really just watching to see if the yeah. two girls are going to be a love team. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, <laughs> the sad thing about The sad thing about it, if Regina was a Regino, this would have been completely different script right narda would be at the center of that love triangle yeah and yeah, they, they would, would have had already. yeah 
them uh, romantically linked. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. It's kind of like the villain in Wildflower. He wasn't considered as one of the leading men, mm-hmm. but like people started shipping him with with Maha Salvador, yeah. and suddenly he became one of like the ships, one of like the you know like in this complex love quadrangle. They started adding him. So yeah, if this was a dude, <laughs> we yeah. wouldn't even have this mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. or like this constant clamor and then just silence. Um, which leads me to again that emotional connection, mm-hmm. which goes into like this is actually my favorite episode. Darna, I think Relics was the the title was yeah. like my favorite episode. This was um, with the toilet scene. Yes. Okay. And I think it's not just because of the darling Tina scene, but just how it was so focused on Narada's journey mm-hmm. into being Darna. Um, from her discovering the ship that her mom took in to you know her her fears as a superhero that it seems like she doesn't want to do it because she is very very fearful um her concern for her family that they may be next after what happened to brian and how you know how she helped regina with what's going on with her and I'm like, finally, you decide to focus on your heroine. We are watching this for Darna. And thank you so much for finally focusing on Darna. And then they falter again in the next episode. But Relics, I think, was one of like their, you know, well-written um, episode. And finally, like, the arc of Darna going to that heroic journey was, was finally happening. Um, but... <laughs> The bathroom scene was very pivotal, but yeah. like the jokes just write themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Because in all like our sapphic shows, our lesbian shows, movies, it's always going to be it all starts in the bathroom. The rich yeah. man's daughter, book smart, <laughs> you know, you, um, you name it, mm-hmm. the, or half of it. I, I can name so many the titles mm-hmm. uh, for this, where like all these sapphic lo- uh, love lines. Um, start in, in the bathroom yeah <laughs> um, now you wonder why girls always go to the bathroom together there, there you go um <laughs> uh, with with that said i thought that scene the whole dialogue whole yeah. conversation again there's so much emotional connection there um yeah. and it's so hard not to root for them yeah and before we go deeper that you were telling me something about skinship right it was one of your main observations I was like, um, <laughs> mas marami pang uh, skinship on Darlentina kaysa like other... <laughs> More canon pairings. Yeah, seriously, like, um, they have, like, more hugging scenes, holding hands than Rostra was in, like, the first two weeks <laughs> of the rich man's daughter. Uh, or, like, even, like, in the middle when they, you know, when they were separated. I was like, it's, you know, they, they have so many um, scenes of them just hugging holding hands and they're just like always focused on it mm-hmm. so for some reason you know during the hospital scene and like that you know bathroom scene episodes I, I i am from the u.s i'm from seattle so my time zone never quite i can never watch darna live because my time zone just doesn't fit but something in me a gut something in my gut says i wake up early mm-hmm. for those two days for wednesday and thursday and I was fed. I was like, <laughs> oh fed. my God. I yeah, I didn't know it was worth this was it. Going to- <laughs> yeah, it was really worth it. Um, I, I think, 
you know, when when I was watching this bathroom scene, um, I, I got like knots in my stomach because the butterflies were just somersaulting. Uh, I it, um, you know, at, at that point, I was like, huh, they're not really going to lean into each other. Like, I doubt Regina's going to lean onto like Narda's shoulder. That would be just too gay. And they freaking <laughs> they did. <laughs> did it. It's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> they really went there. Yeah, I don't know. And the internet you. exploded. I have, a lot of, like, I have a lot of girlfriends. I have a lot of like female friends. Do you ever lean onto their shoulder like that? I is it just me? Is it just like a weird thing to do? Maybe. Because, <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, I was like, I don't think I've ever done that to, yeah. you know, just a platonic friend. But that's just how I read it. Now they have this deeper understanding of each other that is unmatched by any other character in the show. I mean, Ali knows yeah. it. Regina was having a mental breakdown, and who does he go to? Narda. Didn't even have he to didn't say even a word. Have to say a word. Yeah. Right? And Narda just looked at him and she understood. She's yeah. like, and, I need to go to Regina. Yes. And that conversation, man, that was huge. You, you could see how much Regina trusts Narda at this point. Um, she completely took all her walls down. And we have to remember, it's not some random secret. I mean, for years. She was keeping this to herself and couldn't even tell Ali about it. This was the one thing that could destroy her. And by telling Narda, this puts everything on the line, puts everything at risk. And this yeah. has the potential to destroy the most important thing for her, her reputation. And we saw, we saw the lens she's willing to go to meet her father's expectations and to protect that reputation. And she feels so safe with Narda that she's willing to put herself in the most vulnerable position. Yeah, and Regina's just not someone that ever shows she's vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? Before this, the, her main trigger was, um, you know, Mayor Zaldi, after their confrontation in the hospital, decided to release photos mm-hmm. that looked like Regina was, like, really, you know, giving him such a hard time. Like, kawawa talaga, right? And mm-hmm. that whole scene. And, you know, and then people are like, Bida-bida ka Natawa ako dun sa picture. It, yeah. Actually, natawa ako sa entire scene because it's so true. <laughs> right? Every yeah. time, like, there's, like, someone that's just trying to do right, it, you will see, like, those type of comments. Ikaw na lang, mm-hmm. ikaw na lang, presidente, ikaw na lang, mag-mayor. Mm-hmm. It, it, I just thought it was, you know, very true to life. Um, That's why it's it's funny and sad at the same time. But that was her trigger. And then her dad, gave her an empty message and then she drank a lot of wine again and then she starts hearing the voices the next day and i don't understand why these emts treat regina like they're mean girls i was like that's your yeah. boss but then they're oh. mean girls at emt i know i was like who's <laughs> writing this stuff why do you write women like this like and no Never. no employees especially in the philippines would treat their boss like how they treat regina here i don't get it mm. i know right, right? They, they always talk about Narda and her. That's why it looks gayer, by the way. Every time they do that, it just looks gayer. It just looks uh-huh. like... But anyway, it just looks like... What the heck? Like, who treats their boss like this? It's it's just really wrong. Like, I, I don't Around know. high school, no? Pushing this dynamic. <laughs> I think like, ng mga mean girls lagi sa mga ganun. Yeah, it's like... Against it, the bida. Because I remember, I remember even when Darna was still applying for the position, there were 
focusing on these girls like the camera yeah, would shift on these girls and, right? and they're like training. raising their eyebrows already I mean my mean girls are good <laughs> kailangan talaga yeah, it's, it's it's kind of insulting really especially for a, a drama that's all about female empowerment mm-hmm. like I get it I get it like the, you know we want to add like these, these sort of facets to it but at least make it make sense um, yeah. you know uh, for you to talk about your boss like that like you know magbulungan kayo in front of your boss and like irap irap it's just weird because no one does it's that so for weird. your boss especially since you know she's she's the one that's making sure that you get a salary yeah <laughs> please make it make sense you know if you guys want to do this mean girls route just for like an other uh, added like conflict make it make sense no one will do that to their boss anyway rant over <laughs> Then we get to that uh, very well acted back uh, bathroom scene, and you know, and I think that's like I-, I think today that's my favorite scene, outside of like Darna's like action scenes. But my most favorite scene in Darna is when she fought with Master Claudio when in in the forest when she transformed midair, um, and this is basically like my second favorite mm-hmm. just because of like the emotional connection the two have with each other. And you can see even just like with Narda observing Regina who's crying, who's just like, you know, so lost. Like she was also crying too. She was so hurt too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like the connection that they well, have. looking like, at each other's lips. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's like, but why are lips? Yeah, Alam mo kung lalaki lang side. talaga si Regina, may kissing na sila doon. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Di ba? True. Pero do you think there's foreshadowing there in terms of her secret leaking out? Because Regina was like stressing to Narda that ikaw lang pinagsabihan ko nito ah. I didn't tell anyone and I think she said it twice. And Yeah, most likely. Yeah, baka Even... mag-leak out yung secret niya and she would blame Narda for point, it. <laughs> Or even like the part when Narda said, "Hindi kita iwan, I won't leave you." Mm-hmm. And and you know, even for me, it's like my heart was breaking already because we all know that how can she keep that promise once she really transforms into Valentina and she wreaks havoc all yeah. over, you know. I I, um, I think, you know, I think that they're just gonna keep giving us these Darlentina crumbs, the, these Darlentina scenes, and. I just feel like the deeper their friendship gets, the more that we have to brace ourselves for impact because we all know the story. They're arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. We all know where this is yeah. going. And when that time comes, we're all invested in their relationship and it's gonna fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think that's why it's just a much, like, a stronger dynamic because mm-hmm. the angst is there. Like, you will be just much more involved in that angst. Yeah. You know, even even my mom was like, "How can they be like magkalaban? Like that would hurt." And again, casual viewer, right? She's not like shipping them. Like she doesn't really ship anyone in in Darna, but for her, it's like <laughs> magulat ka oh, no? May Twitter account si mommy. Oh, si mommy excited in Darling Dinarin. Wala wala masyo ship. Like she doesn't care for anyone. Like romantically, she's watching it for the hero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even she was like. You know, in that bathroom scene, oh, this is going to hurt once, you know, they become enemies. She's like, yeah. and then she's like, kawawan man si Narda if mawala sa kanya si Regina. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's like you know she feels like she she may lose regina once she turns into full-on valentina so again there's like that you know it's emotional investment that you you want in your audience and the emotional investment is there with narda and regina um and just because it's just a much more fleshed out dynamic these two actually have conversations they actually have tension they actually have like real banter if they do banter and you know supposed to like these two people that constantly insulting each other it's just a really weird <laughs> dynamic and it's always like you're telling me that i have to ship for them because they're a man and a woman that's really that's that's there's all there is to it it's yeah. like a setup like i don't even understand what narda sees in him you know at this point because we we just don't know brian aside from his dead dad backstory and his badge this it, it just you know and it just pales in comparison mm-hmm. with how the relationship was written for narda and regina so mm-hmm. that's that's why like if you wonder why there's shipping there because that's just how you write um a ship mm-hmm. you know there has to be like investment and emotional connection and tension and they have all of that well your main ship is doesn't it's it's pale it's bland it, there's just nothing there so you know and then of course uh we get to the friday episode after all my highs on wednesday and thursday's episode and we're back to this show being Mars Ravelo's Brian, <laughs> which I don't get. Because even casual viewers, like you can see on Twitter going like, hey, I'm watching this because it's Darna. Why is it so focused on the cops? Mm-hmm. Is this Provinciano too? <laughs> so I think they should really read into this, these criticisms because these people enjoyed like the first two weeks. Um, but they're starting to think like, okay, I'm not getting hyped up because i feel like you know darna is just you know um you know like sort of a, a, a supporting character yeah. at times what people are saying mm-hmm. um it's always the cop like it's always brian who's solving the crimes and and everything mm-hmm. so you know that's like uh, people's main criticism and and it's it's really just that that you read throughout like you know what people think of of darna mm-hmm. it's either they're all very invested in darlandina and whatever ship that is friendship whatever fruity or not mm-hmm. it's still like people are invested in it and then on how they're not very focused on their supposed central character which is darna yeah twitter space not much uh because i wasn't able to watch it Uh, last night right but i, I saw you didn't, miss and- you didn't miss much it it focused on noah now we were mm-hmm. adding another character here noah is played by paulo gomabo paulo mm-hmm. gomabo actually let me just be clear he's a good actor um i've seen him in indie movies he's dennis roldan's son marco gomabo's um, brother i would argue the better actor um comparison to his brother Uh, he has a lot of depth. You look at his eyes, but speaks so many stories. Uh, type of eyes. Um, he's playing Noah, who is like sort of like the black sheep child of mm-hmm. um, Mayor Zaldi. Is And he the only child? Noah, yeah, he's the only sh- child. Okay. It looks like yeah, he's he's the only child. But Noah's in love with Narda um, because he, for some reason, every time he watches her on her live cell. Like it makes him happy, 
you know, he's a very sad, angry guy. He sad always boy. has like, yeah, bad boy always has these motorcycle scenes and him crying and him punching walls and everything. Like, you know, they're they're definitely pushing like this sexy bad boy dynamic, which is so early 2000s. This would have <laughs> this was around the time of 2006 when it was Sam Milby playing that. But it's 2022 already. The audience is different. You need to innovate in how you're writing these stories. But anyway, back to Noah. Noah is in, in love with Narda. Narda um, helps him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he got into a motorcycle accident. Uh, she helps him. Um, also even visited him in the hospital. So she visited both Brian yes. and Noah. <laughs> Kalinga. Kalinga ng ina. May mga oh. issues ng writers na to. Like, it's, it's like, oof, my God. The like, men now- in this... <laughs> It's like so. I don't know what it is about how they write romance in teleseries that that like women are just rehab centers for like these really, <laughs> you know, big emotional issues that these men have. Like you know, for Brian, he has this dead dad backstory and his loyalty to his badge, and then there's this Noah guy who really believes that Narda is the one that's going to save him. That Narda is the one that magpapatino. That he said the that line, papatino sa akin. And it's like there's nothing romantic about this. It's like 2022. You're you're gearing Darna for the younger generation. Let's admit it. That's usually like what's geared in like the superhero movies, um, and and stories and TV shows. The kids nowadays are super smart and they can see through this stuff. Um, and I, I think you know sometimes ABS-CBN. I think a lot of like their formula was formula that worked on times when i was young mm-hmm. um it, it's it's innovating now the kids are much smarter now they're they're seeing right through it and they're just much more exposed to the internet to like what's going on in the world and everything so i think you have to write it like that your audience actually is smart i think they they dumb it dumb this down because they somehow believe that the audience is not smart enough like there are times that the villagers, the townspeople, are talking like they're in Batipot. I said that, right? Yung tipo, ang galing-galing talaga ni ano, ni Brian. Parang ko lang gaganun eh. And I think they're just dumbing down the audience with these tropes. Sorry, I just did a pong-pong-pong. <laughs> okay, Hamay, diba? Isang comment din natin. It's like, this is like, parang kiddie show talaga. <laughs> Yeah, there are times when it's not like that. I don't know who the director is when they do scenes like that. Because there are times when the villagers have like much more like deeper conversations. They sound like real people. And then many times, especially when they're talking about Brian, they just sound like Batibot. But maybe it's the <laughs> actors just reading the script and going like, this is bullshit. That's why it's it's coming through. Um, you know, but it, it's just very dumbed down sometimes some of these tropes. So now Narda has like these two weird men that are linked to her and she's just collecting these weird men like infinity stones. Like, you know, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? So now she's going to have Noah who's in love with her who's going to probably like follow her around. Um, and just these tropes are <laughs> just so tiring. Which leads me to like talk about you know how Darna has very very strong points, right? There are some strong points to Darna. Not that I'm going to just completely criticize this show. To be clear, I'm I'm watching it. I'm invested in it. So obviously, 
I'm an audience. So there's a, a part of me that's really attracted to this show. Right. So I think, you know, just, you know, um, to be clear too, I, I really love Jane DeLeon as, as, as Darna slash Narda. I, I love it when you can see the difference between the two, um, you know, her alter ego and, and Narda. I love like how she has this way of suppressing emotions, especially when she's Darna. Um, I think she has, you know, great chemistry with Janela Salvador. That's why it's there's 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 that draw to it. But even in like non-colleague scenes, they have a lot of chemistry just because of like how they act and react to each other. I think Jane DeLeon is is a great choice. So I just want that to be clear. But my main criticism about Darna is you bought the rights to Mars Ravalo's Darna because it's Darna, right? Darna's like Mm-hmm. our most iconic superhero then tell her story she doesn't have to be a big star we don't have to focus on a tiktok <laughs> you know popular actor who's, who's like a tiktok um viral king to push this 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 show the name darna alone is a star maker so let's put her in like the central story I, I talked about this earlier on Twitter. If you do like the Bechdel, the Bechdel test mm-hmm. on some of Darna's episode, Darna's already like with a female superhero and it's still not passing the test. So let me kind of talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it, again, it doesn't really determine if a show is good, mm-hmm. if a show is feminist or anything, but it's more like just to determine our cultural barometer or how okay. writers see us or how people see women. Mm-hmm. So... So uh, the barometer is, one, there has to be at least two women in the scene. Two, they have to be talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Three, it should not be about a man. Okay. So you will see episodes like see Lola, Lola Berta, played by the amazing uh, Rio Loxin. Rio Loxin is a great actress and um, she's actually one of the original Darnas. Um, most of her lines involve Brian. Mm-hmm. Most of her lines, like every time she talks to Narda, it's like, I'm bite bite me, Brian. All going my inspiration, see you, Brian. Yeah. Failing the test already. Mm-hmm. Um, Narda's best friend, uh, played by, I, I think the actress's name is Jaja. Um, her name is Mara. And Mara's lines are all about teasing Narda yes. to Poggy. Mm-hmm. That's Brian. Fails the test again because every time they have a conversation together, it's about Brian. So outside of this Bechdel test, if you're going to look at all the other characters, Eric Fructuso's character, the 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 corrupt cop, everything's focused on Brian. Yes. The mayor, the mayor, everything's focused on Brian. Yeah. Right? No. Everything's focused on Brian. When you're writing a script and you have a main character. Your main character should be central. Everyone's conflicts is directed to Brian, except for Regina. And I'm praying they keep it like that. And they're wondering why Regina is the favorite. Because (laughs) she's complex. She has more to her than Mm -hmm. like the other characters. And now they're pushing Narda into this Brian arc too. Which is such a disservice because she has a great story. She has a mom, right? That's a superhero. She's guilty about the fact that her mom died because of her. She 
wants to save the world, but she's very, very fearful and she has imposter very syndrome. Reluctant. Correct. There's already enough for her to have motivations. Mm-hmm. There's enough for her to have a struggle. We don't need Brian to be like <laughs> the central arc for the script to go. So that's my that's me sounding the alarms that why but is I'm, it that you're Yeah, they're making Brian the main thing to move the yeah. plot forward. It, it it shouldn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone, even the mayor, even Eric Troctuso should be moving because of Brian. Mm-hmm. Now we even got the aliens, the Marte people, whatever you want to call them. Now they're they're looking into Brian too. Might as well call this the Brian show. <laughs> but the thing is he's the blandest character. So now, un- unless Joshua Garcia is going to wear a star bra, I don't want it. <laughs> like, like you know, like it's. Would it's, you want Josh Garcia in a star yeah, bra? I'm, I'm maybe, into maybe into it, and then he'll do TikTok again. This is not okay, and then his fans are going to freak out again. Like you know, how about Joshua? No, I think he's a good actor, but there's just nothing for his character. Lang sustansyang character niya. Pang kakalamo mo nakita mo yon. You have to like think about like the challenges mm-hmm. that your actor is going through. He has no challenge in this world. You have to admit that as a fan. None mm-hmm. at all. You've seen him act. You have to admit it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's just ridiculous like that sometimes with the script. And it's, it's, it's sad because you've seen like the first two weeks or even part of the third week that was like very Narda focused. And it's like, why is this shift? That suddenly all your conflicts are about Brian. When mm-hmm. I have yet to see anyone that's a casual viewer just go like, I'm watching this for Brian. Yeah. Maybe fans of Joshua because they love him on TikTok or they saw him in a Julia Barreto movie. But let's admit it, no one's really in love with Brian. <laughs> not that character. You love him for b- being played by Joshua, but you are not going to even give that character a glance if it's not played by that popular actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, that's just like my main criticism, which is like every single part of the script is now involved with him. And I think that needs to be fixed. I hope Regina doesn't join the, the Brian party because right now she's like the only one that's that's keeping me yeah. in, like, really into the series, like invested because I'm just like really in love with her character. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Brian's going to be the reason to break Narda and no way, Regina's no friendship... A lot of people are going to be pissed. I think. <laughs> there will be picket signs and or like pitchforks really at this point. <laughs> are you pretty familiar with Filipino soaps? Did you work in like Filipino media at all? Have you seen this happen with ABS-CBN shows? Which is like, why is there so much like focus on like cop heroism in their shows? No. And is I it- watch both stations. So, I'll, mm-hmm. you know, to be clear, this is not about network war. GME has its own issues. You know, I'm not going to root for a show with a crocodile named Ducks. Like, yeah. no, you have no argument in this. Um, but I notice in, G- in, in ABS event shows, there's a lot of focus on cops' heroism. Mm-hmm. It's almost like cop propaganda. Have you ever noticed that in, in their shows? Is there a reason why they do that? <laughs> Is it just because they're catering to an audience? Is that what the Filipino people believe? Because I've yet to meet anyone there that loves cops mm-hmm. but what are your thoughts on that and like why are they you know from Provinciano to this <laughs> and even like their other shows maybe because the, the Provinciano show was very successful so 
itutuloy nila dito sa Narda. I mean, sa yeah, Narda. So, one of the directors, one of the directors actually was the director of Provinciano. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Tapos na ba so Provinciano? Odd, I think, huh? Tapos na ba Provinciano? Ah, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Recently, I, I watched some clips because I wanted to see Jane in it. It was that, that, she was that there. show was sort of, she was there as a guest star. It was mm-hmm. sort of like her, her first experiment after she was announced as Darna to do action. Mm-hmm. She was really good in it. So this is my thing too. Jane DeLeon's a good actress. And I think Darna doesn't show that at all. If you've seen her Ipaglaban Mo episode where she played like, um, a lesbian that was raped mm-hmm. um, by her neighbor. She was amazing. Emotional tornado, I tell you. Um, she played Nesty mm-hmm. in MMK, Barry Nuan's portrayal. Um, she was a scene stealer in Walwal. Uh, again, by the way, like, <laughs> I was talking about this on, on Twitter, but Jane has played three queer roles. Yeah, I saw She's that. Like a, you tweeted like about it. Of the things it looks like. Gawin na natin <laughs> pang apat to, si Narda. Gawin na natin pang apat. Gawin na natin si Narda, sinod. But shout out to Jane for for taking on such roles. Let's admit it, like in the Philippines, it's unheard of. Like you know, they try to stay away for those, from those roles, but it looks like Jane's not afraid to tackle. Pero I don't know. Role. After this, because this is a big project Joke. for her, yeah. So after this, yeah, yeah she would be willing to still we'll do queer I don't know. roles. Because I, I was thinking, with- baka kasi ngayon, yeah. they're managing her differently now, now that she's this big star. Yeah, but she's also not related to a love team. She's also older. Usually, because pag medyo bata nagsisimula, they they try to like have like this very wholesome image. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little bit of hope, just because of how Janine Gutierrez and Love Repo took yes. sleep with me. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Two A listers did it. I think it can open doors. Mm-mm. And again, I don't understand why every time we talk about gay roles, they're thinking like they're about to do Viva Mox or something. I'm not asking <laughs> anyone to figure on screen, weirdos. Like, everybody's like thinking that like, it's going to be something bustos. No, we can be wholesome. Yeah. And make it gay. Like, it's, it doesn't have to be like that. And like, Jane's past roles, they're very wholesome, um, even though she played queer roles. So, I don't know. For some reason, there's always like something sexual or something like, you know, are you hoping for Jane to go to Viva Mox? No god not everything gay is sexual um but but yeah but back to this like she is uh, a very very good actress um and i feel like darna's not really showcasing it mm-hmm. like i've seen her really act i've seen her go to like these different emotions and i don't think Darna, which is she's the lead character, is pushing her to what she is really capable of. At and least that's not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. So I I hope soon that they will. And mm-hmm. I think that will happen once they focus more on her journey. And a lot of people were saying, you know, that what they were telling me is like, well, you know, th- that part about um, Darna not getting to Brian and she wasn't able to save the day with 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 Brian um you know and the focus on Brian and the ghost killers fight scene that is to show that Nar- uh, Darna failed but the thing is even in her failure I'd rather see her right because you know mm-hmm. if they're going to see that one of her weaknesses is Brian Peter Parker has the same types of weaknesses um 
Superman has the same types of weaknesses, but we focus on his on their journeys. On them. Yes. So I want to focus even in like the world of fuck ups. I want to see Narda fuck up. I don't want to see Brian and the Ghost Killer in a long awkward fight scene. Yeah, I after her. all, this is her show. Yeah. Shall be the Dito. You have that iconic hero. And I like how they're saying that the shipping is nakakabastos kay Marcio Avelo. Nakakabastos yung shipping, pero hindi nakakabastos ang paggawa ng side characters. Si Darna, please, just say you're homophobic and go. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 just such a disservice of getting that Darna name. I think ABS-CBN has to reassess how they think of their audience. One, they're intelligent enough. <laughs> you know, don't dumb it down for us. Two, this is not going to be the same audience as Provinciano. However, the audience will be given because this is Darna that we're talking about. <laughs> this is Darna. And I think that name itself can carry the show. And three, let's stop with like this worship for cops. I, I feel like sometimes I'm watching a public service announcement for PNP when I'm watching Darna. <laughs> Especially when they keep hammering it in, shoving it down my throat that I should be uh, seeing Brian as a hero, mm-hmm. they have to reassess these things about like what their messaging is. Because I'm watching this because it's Darna, and Darna's all about female empowerment. And let's just let's just get back to the heart of the story, which is this is about a superhero, Darna. Right, Amber spitting facts. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> just went on a soapbox there. This pisses me off. Nasasayangan kasi ako. Sayang kasi, kasi I, yes. I, 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 I really thought agree. there were some strong points to this. Mm-hmm. Saka, you want to know why hindi masyado patok yung Friday episode? Mm-hmm. Regina had one scene. <laughs> Anong ginawa niya? Minom ng wine. Minom <laughs> ng wine. <laughs> Tapos parang Regina and her wine. Yeah. That's that's the OTP. One true pair in Regina and her wine. And then she's talking about how she's dreaming of Valentina. Mm-hmm. And she's wondering why she's dreaming of Valentina. Eh, meron so, silang scene na they're both dreaming. They're both having nightmares. And then someone said, like, is this show Sleep With Me? <laughs> <laughs> when they saw, like, the two screen captures. They're like, is it Sleep With Me? Um, but yeah, there's not enough Regina in, in Friday's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week, we'll, it looks like we'll be getting more Darlentina scenes. She's visiting. She's visiting. So Mama Hikan. <laughs> Umanhikan ako. Umaakit ng ligaw. Umaakit ng ligaw. Totoo, umanhikan na agad. Sinong boss ang pumupunta sa bahay na? Right? Employado niya. My boss. Yeah, even if... My boss, first time, like, I'm gonna invite you somewhere else. Also, with that, you know, when there's no Regina in these episodes, it's like, pwede ba mag-request sa writers, sa producers, sa powers that be, na just put like gratuitous, like Janelo scenes. Even if it's just her throwing salad, her <laughs> drinking wine, pagkulang, yung Regina. You can just show us like, Regina just filler. Wine. Just Regina filler scenes, please. <laughs> her just freaking out. Her just like, hearing voices in her head, having gay migraines. <laughs> gay her migraines. Just, like, her, her just drinking wine. Her just like throwing salad everywhere. Her just screaming. Her just like in like, you know, the courtroom. Just gratuitous Regina scenes. Mm-hmm. It will keep us happy if you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, have Janela shoot, like just drink red wine. 
and I think magwawala na yung fans. Yeah. But I said just just have her like uh shoot filler scenes or or binabato niya si Ali ng salad. Well, binabato niya si Ali. Yeah, we're, we're okay with that as long as she's there. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, remember our conversation when you're like, "What the hell is Ali doing?" <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, "What does Ali do?" Yeah. You know what is he? Just, but uh, I told you, like in other in past iterations, um, Valentina always had a sidekick mm-hmm. that's a guy. <laughs> Either he's in love with her, or he's super gay, or like basically like her right hand man, also evil like her. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he's that. Okay. Um, but this is a different take on it. Really, like Janela is just a very different take on Valentina. Actually, someone said this on Curious Cap, but um. Valentina's very queer coded for her. Like mm-hmm. that's her interpretation. Just because of she's so used to the past Valentinas that are like FHM quality. Mm-mm. Like, you know, sexy, seductress, seducing men. And then we have like this Valentina. Like we have Regina. One, when she transforms into Valentina, it's not really like sexual. Mm-mm. It's much more like this is scary. Mm-mm. Right? You can see that the Takchito Ronyo here. And then um, just how, how much she has depth and it's almost like she's done in a female gaze now. And I, I see yeah. I see why someone would say that on why Valentina's attractive to women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Regina's attractive to women. You know, moving on to like um, more of this uh, Darlandina, um, yeah. you know, skinship and <laughs> just more of that skinship. friendship. And still going to push the going at ong Gia joke. <laughs> so again, we have realistic, an alternate um, universe. Or go as a multiverse a... version, right? Yes. So in another universe, they are together. <laughs> well, you know, there's like there were Smallville episodes na ganun, like, in another universe. You know, sila yung mag-asawa ganon. Sila yung kagawa tayo ng ganon. Mm-hmm. Pag may budget, tao. My budget, yeah. Maybe I heard wala mashad the budget. <laughs> so with that, we'd like to thank you again for joining us in the second part of our Darlentina discussion. As always, you can follow and message us on Twitter. The podcast's Twitter account is at Step Podcast. And my personal handle is at TDLN13. Amber is at Otheamu's links are in the description. By the way, do you do you join the Twitter spaces? I don't join and listen in. I, mm. I get shy and it's always like during you're the shy. time I have to get ready for <laughs> I know people are like you're shy uh, it's always around the time when I have to get ready for work so maybe if they do one when I'm not like in a morning rush I may join um a, a lot of the people leading the twitter spaces are actually like my mutuals they're I'm fandom so I'm not like it's not like how it is with the TRMB fandom or Betsy fandom bata, no? bata so <laughs> Pero, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening yeah. like the Darlentina fandom. You, you, you Shout out to the Darlentina fandom. Talented, creative, <laughs> smart. And again, this is your audience. A lot of them are very young. Like, I think a lot of young women or even just like, you know, girls, um, you know, that are even younger are going to tune in. They're just much smarter and they can see yeah. through it. 
So I, I think we have to stop thinking that we have to dumb down our audience because I've seen it. They're much smarter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again. I had a lot of fun and I hope uh, your teeth doesn't hurt anymore. No, it doesn't actually. Luck on the um, canal. Actually, I had a slight fever yesterday. Oh, was like, they, I they was put feeling so bad already. yesterday. Schedule it. That's why you're always asleep. Is your pro- your body's like recovering? I was like sleeping the whole day. Yeah. <laughs>